Welcome to the You Are Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. I hope that you're doing well today because I'm doing well today. Boy, do I got a word for you today. We're still in the series, The Dream of Joseph. But guess what? It's time to change the title of the series to the family reunion. Joseph family reunion. Because now Joseph is at the point where he's where God ordained him to be from the foundation of the earth. I hope that you are ready. And you know what I'm getting ready to say. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Get ready. I got a word today. I want to tell you that I'm in love with you. That this is just not a podcast. We are family. I'm believing that God is going to do great things with us in 2021. Whatever you're struggling with, God is going to bring us through that. Because we're going to stand in agreement. I'm going to pray for you and you're going to pray for me. We're not going to be beat down. Because guess what? God is multiplying this family. He's enlarging our territory. And I'm so in awe with the love of God. Because he's shown himself to be faithful according to his word. I want to tell you that we are growing and expanding. We're going to do great things for the kingdom of God. Because we trust in him with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul. He's everything that we have. I want you to be excited. I have a word and God has given it to me. You know, we've been talking about Joseph. We're in part four. We're going to deal with Joseph reuniting with his family. We're going to see what God has done with his brothers and what God is doing with him. And let me tell you something. This is going to be a difficult period for all of them. Because guess what? You cannot escape the past. And we're going to find that out. That they couldn't escape the past. We're going to see that the brothers actually lived in torment for what they did to their brother. That they lived with the guilt of the lie that they told their father. Their father believed for over 13 years that his son was dead. His favorite son, the one he gave the coat of many colors to, which symbolically meant that he was going to be the head of the family over the other brothers. And the reason why they did it, because they were so dejected because the father had placed Joseph over them. And they couldn't understand that. So I think one of the values that I got out of it about how the brothers felt, but also how Jacob felt because, or Israel, how he felt about this son. I think God wanted him to spend time with his other sons to get to know them as well. Because I believe as a parent, because I'm a parent, that that love should be equal across the board with your children. No one should feel more important than the other. I just believe that in my heart and soul. So I'm excited 
to talk about what God has put in my heart to talk about. We'll be in Genesis chapter 42. I'll be reading from the NIV Bible, talking about Joseph, talking about this person that God was going to use to save the whole world during the famine. It saved his family because when his family go to Egypt, they're only going to be 70 in number. But when they come out, they're going to be a million or two people. And they, they're going to grow to a million or two people, not because it was pleasant in Egypt. They're going to grow because of adversity. They're going to grow because of pain. They're going to grow because of being abused. Because out of the pain brought closeness. Out of closeness brought babies. God said, be fruitful and multiply. They begin to multiply up under oppression. That is the secret behind the growth of the nation of Israel. While they were slaves in Egypt, being oppressed, instead of the oppression making them stop growing, it made them multiply and multiply and multiply. I want you to get excited for the word of God because I'm excited because I know that God is up to something great. I want to tell you that whatever you're struggling with, that you're part of this family. You're not alone. I'm praying for you. I'm believing in God for you. I'm going to be consistent in that. I want to let you know I'm going to be consistent in that. And if you want to see the face behind the message, I want you to go to YouTube and look up your not alone podcast Danny Hampton and you'll get to see me because in March 2021 I will be doing some videos on YouTube so that I can share the word with the multitude of people that God would help me say the word to and so that you can see me and I, I plan on March the 19th on that day to be live talking about God. I want to let you know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. God loves you. I don't know what pain you have, but let me tell you, we have an on-time God. He will never leave you nor forsake you in your time of need. I don't care what the enemy is trying to show you. I don't care what the people are saying about you. I want you to know that God loves you and I love you. And like I said, if you have any prayer requests, please send into You're Not Alone Pod, Danny Hampton at gmail.com. I want to pray with you. And if you have any testimony that you want to share with the family, what God is doing for you, please send it in. Because I'm believing on March the 19th that God is going to bless our prayer because it's going to be a day, a universal prayer. And I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out on YouTube and Instagram. I'm putting it out there because I want people to join in. Because I want our world to change. Wherever you at, I want you to know that God is good. I want to fight for the persecuted church. I want to ask God to help them send his word into the battle zone. That they would be able to shout and say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, we can take that for granted in America. That we can talk about God freely, but it ain't happening everywhere in the world. This Jesus I love is not being loved by everybody. 
But I'm here to tell you that he's real. I'm here to tell you that there's power in his name. Hope that y'all excited. You know, this podcast started in late August of 2020. And we have grown immensely. God is with us. God is walking with us. God is talking with us. God is showing us his plan. God is it's God of the earth, of the universe, of the world. Nothing that you see was not created without him being involved. So I started thinking of places of the people who listen to the podcast. But guess what I'm getting ready to do now? I'm just to mention these places because guess what? One day, we're going to be all over. And guess what? We won't be able to say this, but just say thanks to the family. So thanks to the family. Uh, I want to thank the country of Spain for being a part of the family. The country of Russia for being a part of the family. The country of, of Iran being a part of the family. The country of the United Kingdom being part of the family. The country of Canada being a part of the family. The country of Belgium. And I want to state, thank the state of California in the United States, the state of Maryland, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Alabama, New York, Louisiana, South Carolina, and Illinois, my home state. I live in the city of Chicago. I'm pumped up today, as you can tell. I want you to know that I believe in God, and I'm fighting, and I'm going to pray for you continually. It's about God getting the glory. It's about God being recognized and honored in the earth. And so, you know how we do it before we get ready to get started. You know we, you know we can't just go roll into the word. We got to roll into prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, God, I glorify and magnify you. I thank you for your word, Father. I pray for the people, Father, who will listen to the podcast, that they will hear you and that they will surrender to you. Father, you know that we pray for the persecuted church. We pray for the poor, the widows, the orphans. God, we pray for these people to be blessed and to be healed. Father, I just thank you for you sending your son. Jesus, I thank you for being obedient to the Father. Holy Spirit, I thank you for being the comforter. I thank you for allowing me to talk to you and answer me back. I glorify you, Father. I pray that you bless your people, God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Boy, I'm on fire. I'm on fire for the Lord, y'all. Because I'm believing. I'm believing that God is going to do something, that God is going to show up, that God is going to do it. I'm radical for God. I'm radical for Christ. I need you to know that I love him. And I love you, and I want you to know that you're not alone. That whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 42. We're going to be looking at the family reunion, Joseph, and the family reunion. I want you to get excited for God's word. I want you to know that you're not alone. And I'll be reading from the NIV Bible today. And let's roll. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, 
why do you just keep looking at each other? He continued, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us so that we may live and not die. There was a famine all over the world. Jacob said, hey, if we don't go to Egypt, we're going to die. Very simple. Very simple to his sons. We got to go to Egypt or we're going to die. And check this out. Then 10 of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with the others because he was afraid that harm might come to him. So Israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Also, now Joseph was the governor, the visor, second person in charge. This boy who had dreams at 17, who ended up being a slave, thought God, what was God? God was with him as a slave, ended up in prison. God was with him in the prison. And look what God done with him. Through all the pain and adversity, he placed him second in charge of Egypt, the most powerful nation on the earth at this time. See that? God can do anything and everything. I don't want you to be unamazed by this because this is God, the creator of the universe. Check this out. Now Joseph was the governor of the land, the one who sold grain to all his people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? He asked. From the lands of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. One of the reasons why they didn't recognize him, because the Egyptians wore makeup, they, they, they decorated themselves. So they couldn't recognize him, but also Joseph was smart enough not to speak in Hebrew to them. He had used an interpreter, so it meant that he didn't know their language. Because he was not ready for the reunion to kick off. He wanted to find some things out first. He wanted to find out what they had been into and what they had been doing. He wanted to find out about his father and his younger brother. Let's roll on, let's roll on. Because we got to get there because there's a lot of stuff about I want to talk about today. Check this out. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Then he remembered his dream about them and said to them, you are spies. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. Now, my Lord, they answered, your servants have come to buy food. We are all the sons of one man. Your servant are honest men and not spies. See, they had a character change. They said, we're honest men. But we know that they sold Joseph into slavery. We know that they lied to the father and said that he got killed by a wild beast. But 
they, as they grew, they lived in remorse for what they did to their brother. They were not at peace in their spirit because of the lie. I don't know if you ever lied and regretted. I know what it feels like. See, because we're all from perfect. Now check it out. No, my Lord, they answered. Your servant had come to buy food. We are all the sons of one man. Your servants are honest men and not spies. No, he said to them, you have come to see where our land is unprotected. But they replied, your servant were 12 brothers, the son of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The younger is now with our father and one is no more. They was letting Joseph know that they were acknowledging that he was dead. They let Joseph know that his father was alive. They let Joseph know that his younger brother was alive. Do you know how refreshing that was to Joseph to hear this? Do you know how powerful that was for him? Oh my God, he was happy to hear these things. Check it out. I'm sure, I'm sure what I mean. Sure what I Joseph said to, to them, it is just as I told you. You are spies and this is how you will be tested. As surely as the Pharaoh lives, unless your younger brother comes here, send one of your, your number to get your brother. The rest of you will be kept in prison so that your word may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If you are not, then as surely as the Pharaoh lives, you are spies. And he put them all in custody for three days. Locked them up. Could you imagine? Remember, he dreamed that they would bow to him. They said, we are your servants. He puts them in prison for three days. He has the power, just like the dream says. He has the power, he has the dunamis to do, to do this. On the third day, Joseph said to them, do this and you will live. Let me tell you, three days represents the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three days represents Jesus being in the grave. Understand this. Jesus is always foretold in the scriptures. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the saving grace of the world. He is the most. Without Jesus, we wouldn't be able to say, Abba, Father. Because of Jesus' great sacrifice on Calvary, we have a right to be a part of the family. Now, Joseph, he's not trying to be cruel because what he's going to do, he's going to do more than anyone else I know. Joseph always does the right thing. Let's go. I fear God, if you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison while the rest of you go and take grain back for your starving household. But you must bring your youngest brother to me so that your words may be verified and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. 
then said to one another, surely we are being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we would not listen. That's why the, this distress has come upon us. Understand this. Joseph tormented them for 13 years because they sold her brother and they lied to their father. They wasn't the same that day. Let me tell you, they wasn't the same that day. They are remorseful people. They don't like what they've done. And we're going to see it in verse 22. I want you to know if you go back to part one, you're going to find out that Reuben was trying to rescue his younger brother, but he had went off to do something. But by the time he came back, he was already sold. And this is what Reuben says. Reuben replied, did not I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you would not listen. Now we must give an account for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph could understand them since he was using an interpreter. He turned away from them and began to weep. Oh my God, my brothers, they're sorry that they did it to me. He heard them be repentful and remorseful without them even saying it to him because they didn't know that he understood what they were saying, but God wanted him to know that these brothers that did this to him had changed and were different men. That they wasn't the same brothers when he was 17 who acted foolishly and sold their brother into slavery. They wanted and they learned that that bad decision, that bad decision cost them. I want you to know I'm praying for us as a family. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. God loves you. I don't want us to make bad decisions that we end up regretting. And they torment us for years after years because we can't get past it. I don't want you to live like that. You don't have to live like that. Joseph gave the order. Fill their bags with grains. Put each man silver back in his sack and give them provisions for their journey. And after this was done for them, they loaded their grain on their donkeys and left at the place where they stopped. For the night, one of them opened his sack to get feed for his donkey. And he saw his silver in the mouth of his sack. My silver has been returned, he said to his brothers. Here's my sack. Their hearts sank. Oh. And they turned to each other trembling and said, what is this that God has done to us? When they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened to them. They said that the man who is Lord over the land spoke harshly to us and treated us as though we were spying on the land. But we said to him, we are honest men. We are not spies. We were 12 brothers, sons of one father. One is no more. 
and the youngest is now with our father in Canaan. Then the man who is Lord over the land said to us, this is how I will know whether you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take food for your starving household and go, but bring your youngest brother to me so I will know that you are not spies, but honest men. Then I will give your brother back to you and you can trade in the land. And they were emptying their sacks. There in each man's sack was his pouch of silver. And when their father saw the mining pouches, they were frightened. Oh my God, what is happening to us? They were scared because they had been living a lie all these years telling their father that their brother was dead knowing that they sold him for silver. I think it's remarkable that he puts the silver back. And I think that he puts the silver back not to be fun because they sold him for 20 shekels of silver. So guess what? He sold it back to them. But he was doing it out of love because there was no way that he was going to take from his family. God has sent him to rescue his family, to be there for his family. This is a family reunion just getting ready to happen. Check this out. Their father Jacob said to them, you have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more. Simon is no more. And now you want to take Benjamin. Everything is against me. Then Reuben said to his father, you may put both of my sons to death if I do not bring him back to you and entrust him to my care. I will bring him back. Guess what? Reuben is still trying to make up because he couldn't save Joseph before he got sold into slavery. So he said, hey, father, if you send Benjamin with me, if I don't come back for him, Father, I want you to kill my two boys. A remorseful and re man full of remorse understands the value of life. But Jacob said, my son will not go down there with you. His brother is dead and he is the only one left. If harm comes to him on the journey, you are taking, you will bring my gray head down to the grave in sorrow. Did you hear? It was just too much for Jacob, Israel. But let me tell you, you see God working on his brothers. You see God doing all this stuff and, and working on Joseph. And this family reunion is getting ready to happen. Check it out. Now we're going to roll into chapter 43. Now the famine was still severe in the land. So when they had eaten all the grains they had bought from Egypt, their father said to them, go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah said to him, the men warned us solemnly, you would not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother along with us, we will go down and buy food for, for you. 
But if you will not send him, we will not go down. Because this man said to us, you will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. Israel asked, why did you bring this trouble on me by telling this man you had another brother? They replied, the men questioned us closely about ourselves and our family. Is your father still living? He asked us, do you have another brother? We simply answered his questions. How were we to know he would say, bring your brother down here? Let me tell you, so that was a test, man. I'm talking about, man, this is going on. Just think, Jacob has still no idea that they lied about Joseph. But he's getting ready to find out because it's going to be a father and son reunion. We're going to get there. But check it out. Then Judah said to Israel, his father, send the boy along with me and we will go at once so that we and you and our children may live and not die. I myself will guarantee safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him here before you, I will bear the blame before you all my life. Dad, if, if you send him with me, if something happens, I take full responsibility. I'm not going to let nothing happen to him. See, that's the power of God. I want you to get excited. Remember, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's side, and you are not alone. Remember, March 19, 2021 is the Universal Day of Prayer. Now, check it out. We're going to keep on going. Then their father Israel said to them, It must be. Then do this. Put some of the best produce of the land in your bags. Take them down to the man as a gift. A little balm, a little honey, some spices, some mirror, some pistachio nuts, some almonds. Take double the amount of silver with you. For you must return the silver that was put back into the mouth of your sack. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and go back to the men at once. And may God Almighty grant you mercy before the men so that he will let the other brother and Benjamin come back with you. And as for me, if I am bereaved, I'm bereaved. They had no choice. The famine was so severe that they didn't eat. They didn't get no food. They was going to die. Do you see how God worked this thing out with this 17-year-old boy? So the men took the gifts and doubled the amount of silver. And Benjamin also, they hurried down to Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to a steward of his house, Take these men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare dinner that they are to eat with me at noon. The men did as Joseph told him, and he took the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were frightened. When they were taken to his house, they thought we were brought here because of silver that was put back into our sacks the first time. He wants to attack us and overpower us and seize us as slaves and take our donkeys. They thought they were about to get the same punishment that they gave Joseph. But let me tell you, God is a merciful God. God is a God of love and compassion. Love is working in this. 
family reunion. Love is working in this family reunion. So check it out. It's all right, he said. Do not be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given your treasures, your sacks. I receive your silver. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward took the men into Joseph's house and gave them water to wash their feet and provide thunder for their donkeys. They prepared their gifts for Joseph at noon because they had heard that they were to eat there. When Joseph came home, they presented to him the gifts they had brought into the house. They bowed down. See the dream? See the dream? God is a good God. Fulfillment. When Joseph came home, they presented to him the gifts they had brought into the house. And they bowed down before him to the ground. He asked them how they were. And they, then he said, how is your aged father you told me about? Is he still living? They replied, yeah, your servant, our father, is still alive and well. He, Joseph's getting happy. He and father's dead. Brothers don't know what's going on. They don't know that this is a family reunion. This is the first time that he's going to eat with his brothers since he was 17 years old. 13-year meal and waiting. As they bowed low to pay him honor, as he looked about, he saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son. And he asked, is this your youngest brother? The one you told me about? He said, God be gracious to you, my son. Deeply moved at his sight of his brother, Joseph hurried out and looked for a place to weep. Could you imagine that? Ain't saw his brother in 13 years. Got the same mom. I want you to know that Jacob had four wives, so these 12 sons he had, they had different mothers. This is why Joseph is in the way that he is when he sees his brothers Benjamin. Because his mother died having Benjamin. So he's excited. He's overwhelmed. He has to find a place to weep and cry. Because he missed his brother and father. Still haven't saw his father yet. But it's coming. It's coming. Check it out. Check it out. I want you to see it. He went into a private room and wept there. And after he washed his face, he came out and controlled himself. Serve the food. They served him by himself, his brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is a detestable to Egyptians. The men had been seated before him in the order of their age, from the firstborn to the youngest. And they looked at each other in astonishment when the portions were served to them from Joseph's table. Benjamin's portion was five times as much as anyone. So the, the feast, and they drank freely with him. Let me tell you something, family. This is part four, the family reunion. You know, I'm going to put it all on you at one time. I want to tell you that I love you. 
and you know, I want you to know that you're not alone. Whatever's on your heart and man is on God's heart, man. We're going to stop right here. And I want to just pray and ask God to bless you. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Father, I ask you to bless your people, Father, who listen to the podcast and the ones who don't listen to the podcast. Father, I pray that in 2021 that you would be with your people, that you would bless them, that you would do great and wonderful things for them, Father. I'm so in love and so in awe with you. Father, I thank you for your word today. Thank you, O precious Heavenly Father. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I want to tell you that you are not alone. Thanks for being part of the family. Like I said, you know, I'm still, I'm just waiting on the shipment to come in. So me and my pastor friend, I tell you that I love. Me and his church, we're going to get out here, man. We're going to serve it up to the poor. We're just not going to do it this one time. We're going to do it multiple times. We're going to do it because God said it needs to be done. You and I alone, family, will support the poor. We are going to support the down and out. We want to find reasons to pour into other people's lives. We're going to be givers and not just takers. I want to let you know that I love you and I'm praying for you and believing in God for you. I can't wait till the next time to grow into part five of the family reunion. I want to tell you that I love you. Hope that you have a blessed night. Thanks for listening to the show. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope that you have a blessed night.